Hey podcast, this is part one of a two-part series in which Travis outlines the seven mistakes that trap 99% of taxpayers with IRS problems. Now, here's Travis. Well, it's definitely been a challenging time lately. Due to recent events, the IRS gave us extensions and some leniency while they were shut down anyway. Well, no more. Take it from us here at Travis Watkins Tax, the IRS is back, and they're back with a vengeance. I mean, somebody's going to have to pay back those government stimulus programs, right? Well, there's good news. The IRS's Fresh Start initiative is still around, and guess what? It's operating much better than we even expected. Lots of our clients are paying less, sometimes substantially less, than they owe with the help of the initiative and Travis Watkins Tax. It truly is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to wipe the slate clean and get back into the tax system. Do you want some help with your taxes? Right now, I want you to call 844-958-1178 and set up a time to chat with us about your tax problems and getting them fixed today. Don't wait around any longer. There's a window here that may soon close where the IRS sees enough economic recovery generally to cut back on these historic deals. And you don't want to miss out on that. Call us here at 844-958-1178 or log on to watkinspodcast.com and be sure to mention the Fresh Start Initiative so we know to give you first priority in getting you handled immediately. IRS problems are scary, but they don't have to be. Travis Watkins has been helping troubled taxpayers with customized plans to negotiate with the IRS and stop immediate threats to their livelihood so they can get a good night's sleep again since 1999. Now, here's Travis. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us. I've been working on a small booklet uh, about the mistakes that trap 99% of taxpayers with IRS problems. And there's seven of these mindsets or mistakes that trap people. Uh, This book is not done yet, um, but I think you'll get a lot out of this outline content. And so let's get started on it. Trap number one. The first trap is I don't have to pay taxes. That's the mindset that some people have. And what we're talking about here are tax protesters, and it brings to mind a a quote from Hugo Black, former Supreme Court Justice. He said, the layman's uh, constitutional view is that what he likes is constitutional, and that which he doesn't like is unconstitutional, right? Um, That's that's what uh, some folks think. And let me be clear about what I think about this. I, I hate taxes. I mean, I really hate them. It goes against my very core to have to hand over my hard-earned money to the government. In turn, the government does a terrible job, in my opinion, of stewarding the money we're obligated to pay in nearly every circumstance. But nonetheless, I'm going to file my taxes this year, just like I did last year and every year for as long as I can remember. The vast majority of you are like me in this regard. If you got the money to pay them, you file and pay, and you sleep relatively guilt-free. But there are some hardy souls who honestly believe or want to believe that taxes are voluntary or unconstitutional or that there's some magic loophole that everyone else has missed somehow, and they're the smart ones, right? 
Some ingenious protesters even sell these how-to kits and guides on television and on the internet. Never mind that the authors of these kits are rotting away in federal prison. These $300 or so kits are full of ridiculous tips such as get rid of your social security number, file a zero due return, or write under protest on your return, or argue semantics with the IRS over gross income versus taxable income or just plain argue taxes are unconstitutional. And when I hear a tax protester start down this road, I can't help but think of the movie Goodwill Hunting, where Matt Damon's playing a prodigy by day, janitor by night, who represents himself in court for assaulting a policeman. If you'll remember, he waxes poetic about cases from the 1700s and his constitutional rights to take up arms against his oppressors. The judge is so impressed with his knowledge and grasp of the law that he throws out his case and apologizes for wasting his time. Just kidding, that didn't happen. Uh, he burning coals on him for being an arrogant jerk and set his bail at 50 grand. The IRS is not quite so gentle as the judge in the movie, though. The IRS has several F-words in its vocabulary for tax protesters. If you get caught making one of these arguments, the IRS may deem them, you guessed it, frivolous. If you get caught for a real whopper, the IRS is another F-word in its arsenal. Fraudulent. Jail could be in your future, or at the very least, a civil penalty of up to 75% of the real amount you owe in taxes. So you really got to ask yourself, is it worth it? I'm not going to bore you with a bunch of the specifics of the fallacies of the tax protester movement. Suffice it to say, taxes and the institution of the IRS are not going away anytime soon. Now, we hear politicians seizing on the latest IRS scandal to make us feel better that they're going to do this or that to disassemble the IRS or flatten the tax code or whatever. This is not new rhetoric, but it's rhetoric nonetheless. All we need to know for now is when it comes to, comes to taxes in America, you got to file them, you got to pay them, and at some point your failure to do one or the other will cost you. Trap number two, I call it the Cauldron of Fear. Consider this quote from Dale Carnegie. Inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, do not sit at home and think about it. Go out and get busy. Now we're going to discuss the opposite mindset of the tax protesters that I just previously discussed. And this mindset is the fear mindset. I'm not talking about healthy respect for the IRS. I'm talking about fear that leads to anxiety, stress, and ultimately crippling inaction. It's a nasty spiral. Inaction begets more fear. Fear breeds more inaction. Let's get it out on the table right now. You cannot be thrown in jail for simply owing taxes in America. Let me say that again. If you owe the IRS money, and that's the only infraction that you've got, you're not going to jail. As we just discussed, jails generally reserved for lying or hiding stuff, cheating on your taxes, arguing unconstitutionality, those types of things. So let's get that out of the way right now. It's good news because at the end of the day, the IRS just wants money. Now, it may be a lot of money that they're after, but it's rare that the IRS pushes to take away your physical freedom. So 99% of taxpayers out there should not unrealistically fear prison. But there are other types of prisons. 
the prisons of the body, of course. There are also prisons of the mind. I would argue that the prisons of the mind are just as devastating as the walls and bars that can constrain a person physically. The prisons of the mind can also affect you physically. In other words, it can make you physically sick or worse. And most importantly, whether you realize it or not, it affects your relationships with the ones you love. Deep down, they wonder why you don't man up and take care of business. Don't let this happen to you. Luckily, there are people like me that know the tax code, your rights, and the various levers to hit and when to hit them to keep you protected from financial disaster. A tax professional has the ability to stand in your shoes and, if nothing else, take a reaming for you from the IRS. Doesn't that sound nice? I've taken plenty of reamings on behalf of clients from IRS revenue officers. Most importantly, an, an experienced IRS problem solver has the ability to navigate you through the various collection alternative programs the IRS offers without having to speak directly with the IRS yourself. So there's no risk of saying the wrong thing entirely to them, which is a large risk when someone chooses to go do battle with the IRS without the proper credentials and experience. Now, what magical thing allows the representative to magically stand in the shoes of the taxpayer, you might ask? Well, it's the IRS Form 2848 Power of Attorney. Once signed, all verbal communications will go through your designated representative. Many taxpayers report to us that simply signing that power of attorney gave them the peace of mind to get a good night's sleep again. Hey, podcast, while it's fresh on your mind, go to watkinspodcast.com. If you need some help with a tax problem or you're ready to start getting back on track with your company's financial future through our comprehensive bookkeeping services, there's a simple form on that site to fill out and someone will call you right back with information on how we can help you. The call's free and you might just end up getting a good night's sleep again tonight. Again, go to watkinspodcast.com. Or if you're ready right now and want to speak to someone immediately, call us at 844-958-1178. That's 844-958-1178. Now back to your podcast. Trap number three, procrastination. Now my mother always told me I wouldn't amount to anything because I procrastinate. And I said, you just wait. <laughs> Now, some things likely get better with age, wine, gouda cheese, allergies even. Unfortunately, IRS problems rarely do. Tax problems are unlike many other things in life that may just go away on their own. Tax problems, however, don't turn to fine wine. Remember Marcellus Wallace from the cult movie Pulp Fiction? He said uh, something to the effect of, uh, it, don't, it doesn't turn to fine wine. Uh, if you mean it turns to vinegar, then, then it does. If you mean it gets better with age, it doesn't. 
To make matters worse, the IRS can lull you into a false sense of security. The IRS is not speedy on anything other than bank and wage levies or garnishment. Now, everyone's got a friend, brother-in-law, uh, a boss, or someone from the uh, general consciousness that uh, has gotten away with running from the IRS for years and have experienced no consequences. Now, this leads lots of people to believe that they've gotten away with it or that their problem has somehow slipped through the cracks. Well, maybe it has and maybe it hasn't. IRS collection officials don't think of themselves as unreasonable, unfair, unconscionable, or un-American. Quite the contrary, they see their job as their patriotic duty. There's a book out there uh, called Confessions of a Tax Collector, One Man's Tour of Duty Inside the IRS by a guy by the name of Richard Yancey. He's a former revenue officer. And to kind of give you a summary here, it shows that IRS agents believe that they've received lots of power and discretion to close the tax gap. And what's the tax gap? It's simply the $385 billion difference between what Americans owe in taxes versus what the IRS has actually collected in America. And it also outlines in that book that uh, they get paid pretty well as revenue officers at the IRS. So uh, whether you run or not, most people can't escape that heavy feeling that someday this is all going to catch up with them. The number one demographic that my clients share is insomnia almost across the board. And that, my friend, is no way to live. Now, you may be saying what you call procrastination I call being broke. Now, I know what you may be thinking. I'm not trying to game the system or be unrealistic. I simply don't have the money to pay right now. And the IRS won't cut me any breaks if I've got no money, right? Wrong. The best time to settle with the IRS is not when things are at their financial best. It's the opposite. The less disposable income you have, that's gross income, less allowed expenses, the less it looks like the IRS will collect the debt within its limitations period, which is 10 years. Now, I've brought the pain so far, uh, so to speak. Am I going to give you the advice you so desperately want in order to escape this deadly cycle of procrastination when it comes to taxes? Well, you bet. Number one, start filing and paying this year. It's the law anyway, and the IRS won't cut any deals if you're not in filing compliance when you make a request for relief. Now, if you don't have the money right now, still file or ask for a timely extension. That means asking for a filing extension before they're due, which is usually April 15th. It's been a little different lately, but you've got to make those requests for late filing uh, before they're due. Now, if you can't pay, there is a nifty little form, IRS Form 1127, which allows taxpayers uh, who can show cause six months of reprieve of the half a percentage point of the failure to pay penalty. So as an example here, if you've got a $10,000 liability, you'll save $3,000 in penalty just by filing this form 1127 and showing them why you can't pay right now, which there's no stretches really 
given the things that are, are going on right now in our economy um, generally. Now, same thing as the filing extension. You've got to file this form before or at the time your annual return is due, okay? Second piece of advice, get your withholding straight with your employer if you're a wage earner so you don't owe taxes at the end of the year. That makes sense, right? You may even get a refund in that in that circumstance. Now, if you're self-employed, pay quarterly taxes. If you're not required to pay quarterly, start socking away money for the current year's taxes. And here's a little hint. It happens, like I mentioned, on or around April 15th every year, unless there's, you know, a pandemic. <laughs> and if you feel that your tax money is going to burn a hole in your pocket, send it on into the IRS and designate it to the most recent tax period. I always call that Cutting the head off the snake. If you've got multiple years, apply money to the most recent year because that's the one where the IRS statute of limitations is the longest. Piece of advice number three, start making some payments to your old IRS debt. As I mentioned, newest periods first. Four, call a tax professional to obtain for a fixed one-time fee your master tax file from the IRS to diagnose the nature and extent of your problem. It may not be as bad as you think. On the other hand, it may have to get worse before it gets better. However, I promise you the first step back to a more peaceful night's sleep is to have a qualified tax pro tell you what years are unfiled, if any, what years are filed but unpaid, and the first day that the IRS will stop coming after you for a given tax year. That's known as the statute of limitations, or CSED, literally the collection statute expiration date. Moving on to trap number four. I call it shame and self-loathing is the trap. God wisely designed the human body so that we can neither pat our own backs nor kick ourselves too easily. When you've got an IRS problem, it's easy to get scared, depressed, down on yourself, all those things. Who wouldn't? There was a man who worked in the steel mills in Kansas City for 30 years, including the Great Depression. He's a hardworking man who paid his taxes, broke through union picket lines to work at the plant when it was on strike, and generally lived as a model citizen. He managed through the years of hard work to provide for his family and even acquired some leased properties later in life. When the taxman came knocking at his door in the early 70s asking for a detailed financial record on tenements, his mind began to race. Had I done something wrong, he must have thought. Will they discover some accounting error and separate me from my hard-earned money and property, he had undoubtedly said to himself. Will there be enough left for my family when they're done with me? Before he could answer those questions, before the audit began, he withdrew all the money in his bank account and returned home and took his life. Sadly, he decided that he was worth more dead to his family than alive. Now, that's an extreme case at a time in America when sensibilities were a bit more fragile. It's also the true story of my grandfather, Ed. The IRS doesn't know what human frailties and dispositions people have when they're collecting taxes. But for the most part, it's irrelevant to them. That's the primary reason that I've chosen to devote my professional career to helping taxpayers with IRS problems, and I've helped many. I firmly believe Americans are generally earnest and good people you want to make a living, pay taxes even, with the least amount of government interference possible. 
There's an estimated 500,000 people in the U.S. and abroad with some type of an IRS problem at any given snapshot in time right now. In other words, you're not alone. What makes you so special? Are you ready for this little secret? I'm not sure you can handle the truth here, but I'm going to tell you anyway because I was just kidding. You are special. You are exceptional. And I can prove it. Here's how. Something like 47% of Americans don't have the responsibility of paying income taxes at all. Look at it this way. You've made money in the past or you're making money now. If that wasn't the case, you wouldn't have incurred taxes. So look at the bright side. You're special. Now here's the big secret. The IRS doesn't care why you got into tax trouble, okay? Why should you? Let that sink in for a moment. The problems that are so personal to you and may have even led you to a tax problem are of no consequences to the IRS's overall purpose to close that ever-growing tax gap. On the IRS side of the equation, government programs and stimulus packages have got to be funded. The baby's got to be fed. So we Americans are subject to taxes on our health, our land, our sales. There's uh, ever-increasing movements to even tax us when we die. Like the Beatles said, if you drive a car, I'll tax the street. If you take a walk, I'll tax your feet. With a plethora of taxes, there's got to be a plethora of rules, regulations, exceptions, special interests supporting them all. Translation, it's got to be complex. And it is. It's so complex that not even the IRS knows exactly how to apply it. The IRS's own watchdog, the Treasury Inspector General, issued a report gave the IRS a 70% grade when it came to IRS seizures. That's government taking of homes and other property. That amounts to, depending on uh, what educational scale you may be using, uh, when I went to school, a 70 was a, a D plus or a C minus in applying its own rules and regulations. Like they always say, close works for horseshoes and hand grenades, but when it comes to losing the money in your bank account or your home or your business, I don't think you're going to go for close on this. And that's really what a D plus and a C minus says. So is there really any reason to blame yourself? No. Self-blame is the ugly first cousin of that procrastination we talked about when it comes to IRS problems. But it's even more toxic. The great majority of my clients are honest people that had a bout with cancer, got a divorce, lost a loved one, lost a job, have a prescription pain pill habit, and on and on and on. In other words, life happened to them. They have a pulse. They're still breathing. They just also have a tax bill to live with, like the other half a million Americans with tax problems at any given time in America, like I just mentioned. In other words, you're not alone, so stop beating yourself up. All that matters now is that you man up, dust yourself off, Fix the problem. Take some action. Well, it's definitely been a challenging time lately. Due to recent events, the IRS gave us extensions and some leniency while they were shut down anyway. Well, no more. Take it from us here at Travis Watkins Tax. The IRS is back, and they're back with a vengeance. I mean, somebody's going to have to pay back those government stimulus programs, right? Well, there's good news. The IRS's Fresh Start initiative is still around And guess what? It's operating much better than we even expected. Lots of our clients are paying less, sometimes substantially less, than they owe with the help of the initiative 
and Travis Watkins tax. It truly is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to wipe the slate clean and get back into the tax system. Do you want some help with your taxes? Right now, I want you to call 844-958-1178 and set up a time to chat with us about your tax problems and getting them fixed today. Don't wait around any longer. There's a window here that may soon close where the IRS sees enough economic recovery generally to cut back on these historic deals. And you don't want to miss out on that. Call us here at 844-958-1178 or log on to watkinspodcast.com and be sure to mention the Fresh Start Initiative so we know to give you first priority in getting you handled immediately. Have a great day.